It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And this episode of Locked on Thunder is brought to you by rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. On today's show, we're going to be talking more about the NBA bubble. And will the season happen? Will it not happen? You have a pretty divisive topic in this. We're also going to talk about some more ways that next season and beyond could be impacted by this and some news as it regards to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's start with what we ended yesterday's show with, and that is the contingent of players who don't feel comfortable playing for one reason or another, but most notably right now is Kyrie Irving. And I'll be honest with you, the media has really put a negative connotation on what Kyrie's message is because we live in a day and age where clicks matter uh, more than anything, honestly. Uh, And that's led to some misleading headlines. And I'm not saying that the media is totally at fault here. At at some point, the consumer does have to click those headlines and actually read the message. But it's gotten his message misconstrued a little bit, especially taking some quotes out of context. And I've been guilty of it as well uh, about some of his quotes not making sense and not adding up at all. But the bottom line of his message is that he does not want to go back to this bubble, go back to basketball if it's going to distract from the message. And of course, that message is the Black Lives Matter movement happening right now uh, in the world. 
And there's a ton of ways to look at this. And the easiest way to look at it is that everyone is entitled to their opinion on this topic. Especially each player, because that's what really matters here is, is what player feels comfortable doing what? Do you feel comfortable going to the bubble at all? Uh, do you not feel comfortable whether it's because of the Black Lives Matter movement or because of coronavirus that's spiking up right now? You need to make that decision for yourself if you're an NBA player. And it shouldn't matter what I say, what 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 Woj says on, on his articles that was almost a hit piece on Kyrie Irving. It shouldn't matter what anyone thinks. It should be an individual decision to either perform and play basketball or not. Now, that's not to say that those decisions don't have consequences. Everything in life, every decision you make, has a consequence, good or bad. This decision would be no different if the NBA decides not to play, or if they decide to to play. Kyrie Irving is saying that he doesn't want to play because he does not want to give people that built-in distraction, that built-in escapism from what's happening right now in the world. And he has the right to feel that way. And... I'm not in a position to tell him that he's wrong. I would counter with, look, we have distractions without basketball. We have unproductive distractions right now. I don't know anyone who's being an activist 24-7, who's going to a protest from from sunup to sundown. I don't know anyone who's not taking time for themselves. That wouldn't be healthy. No No matter how much you care about this movement, that wouldn't be healthy. So you're going to YouTube videos, you're going to Netflix, you're going to podcasts. This podcast is a distraction. Unless I sit on this podcast for 45 minutes a day and talk about the movement, this podcast at some point is a distraction. So should I not be doing this podcast right now? I I don't know. But it's my job, so I've, I've got to do it. So... I would ask Kyrie, and, and again, there's no answer to this question that's right or wrong. He's not right or wrong whenever he answers this question, if, if he ever somehow does. I would ask Kyrie or, or, or players who feel that way, what, what's worse or what's better, I should say? Getting your distraction from a random Netflix movie, um, a random YouTube video that has no message behind it uh, as, as related to the Black Lives Matter movement, or watching the NBA, and while you do get that hour and a half, that two-hour period, three-hour period of uninterrupted basketball, before and after, and depending on what you wear on the court, you know, you could wear shoes with messages on them, you can wear pregame t-shirts with messages on them, depending on what you're wearing on the court, before and after, and maybe even during, you do have an outlet to bring up the social injustice, to bring up change to spark change, to put your message on a bigger platform. So honestly, sports are not as much as an escape as people have made them out to be. For as long as sports have been around, there have been people within sports that have been activists and and that have made changes, that have brought attention to what's happening. And look, I'm not saying that that Kyrie is wrong. I'm saying, you know, what is the end goal? If the end goal is truly to not play basketball until what's happening in America is solved and and we have a a full resolution on the injustice that's happening in the world, then we're not going to play basketball again. We're not going to play next year. We're not going to play the year after that. We're going to be fighting this battle for a long time. The change that we want to see 
is not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a year. It's going to be a constant ongoing battle to win this war. To win over the change we want to see. It's going to be a long process. And maybe Kyrie feels that way that we shouldn't play basketball until then. And that would be uh, a perspective he can have. Kendrick Perkins went after him today on the jump. And, uh, you know, Kyrie said he'd, he'd be willing to give up everything to solve social injustice. And I do believe that. I do believe this matters to him a ton. And, and Kendrick Perkins says, look, if you want to give up everything, go ahead. Do what Maya Moore did, who is a fantastic WNBA player. She gave up her NBA her WNBA career, became a lawyer, and is helping, you know, wrongfully convicted people of color. She's doing fantastic work off the floor, the same way she did on the floor. That's her prerogative. It's a fantastic thing that she's doing. But she truly gave up everything. At some point, for everyone, actions speak louder than words. And I'm not telling Kyrie to quit playing basketball. I'm, I would love to know, and I don't know if we're ever going to get this. I hope that we do. But I would love to know what Kyrie wants to have happen. And not the blanket statement of solving the injustices. We all want that to happen, I would hope. But if he doesn't want to play this year, that's totally fine. But I would love to know, you know, kind of dig into why that is and, and what he thinks can change compared to if they did play. I'm not seeing the connection between going into a bubble and still getting your message out there compared to not playing. Because again, while LeBron and Kyrie do have a platform to speak on this whenever they want to, at any point you will listen or eventually you will see, if you're not seeking it out, you're going to see what LeBron says about this, what Kyrie says about this, what Kevin Durant says about this, what Chris Paul says about this. And by this, I mean social injustice. Are you going to see what Lou Dort has to say about this? Do you follow Lou Dort on social media? But if he's playing and he's in that bubble environment, he can make a statement. And I'm not putting this on Lou Dort. Obviously, I'm just saying that a, that a lower-tier player could use this platform in a great way. Every player, LeBron James included, could use this plat- platform in a great way. And I trust that LeBron James would if they do play. And then you can move into, you know, what Austin Rivers was saying and Malcolm Brogdon was saying to where some guys view this as, hey, we, we've earned the money, but most importantly, we need the money to impact change. We're never going to be in a position again to earn this much money if we, if we do finish up the season and get our paychecks and things like that. We're never going to get this opportunity to earn this much money again. We need this money and it helps create change. Let's get the money while having the platform and let's use that money to fund change. And that's a great way to look at it as well. The bottom line is Kyrie Irving is not wrong. Neither is LeBron. Neither is, you know, Austin Rivers who wants to play. Whether you want to play or don't, no one is right or wrong. This is an individually based decision. If Kyrie Irving feels that that he would be better better off staying back and, and continuing to be an activist, then my hat's off to him. I applaud him, and that's his decision and his right. If Austin Rivers feels that he'd rather go play basketball, collect his money, help change that way, 
and use that platform in you know pre and post game interviews to keep the conversation alive. My hats off to them. I applaud them. It's a good way to look at it. They're both great ways to look at it. So after the break, we're going to talk about what happens if they don't play. What happens in the NBA if there is no basketball this year? What does it mean for the future of the NBA? What does it mean for the league? But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Rock Auto because rockauto.com is a fantastic website. For 20 years, rockauto.com has been a family-owned business that is serving auto part customers online. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto parts, body parts for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of manufacturers. With all of these manufacturers lining up and, and in the increasing numbers of makes and models of different parts, there's no way that your auto parts store, your normal on-the-corner auto parts store will have everything you need. There's absolutely no way. What they're going to do is they're going to upcharge you and they're going to ask you impossible questions where you can just eliminate all of that and instead, you can go directly to rockauto.com. You can save money, get the part you need for your vehicle. You can save 30%, 50%, even 100% off of car parts at rockauto.com. Rock Auto has a huge catalog of, of car parts and different auto parts that you're going to need for your car. And it's very, very easy to navigate. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box and then they'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So I wanted to dive into what this could mean for the NBA. If Kyrie's side of players wins out, uh, not that it's really a battle, but if they don't play for whatever reason, you know, if they don't make a, a whole hard attempt to play and finish out the postseason, what happens? Well, they would lose $1.2 billion in player salary, 35% of total pay. They would lose $2 billion in revenue for the league. And the NBA would have the leverage to tear up the CBA and negotiate a new one. So many people have said, look, if we don't play this season, the CBA will get torn up. And a unnamed Western Conference coach also predicted a lockout if this season does not get finished because of the uh, CBA being null and void and you having to you know, come up with new rules and new ways to regulate things, of course, throughout the CBA. And what I would say is look at, ba look at baseball. Right now, the baseball season has been on pause for coronavirus. In March, the same thing as the NBA. You know what they haven't agreed on yet? 
a plan to combat coronavirus. They haven't agreed on their protocols, their testing, and things like that. You want to know why? Because they're fighting about salaries. They're fighting about money. They're fighting about how to get compensated. All those things go into a CBA situation. And while the NBA PA and the NBA owners have a much better relationship, a much better relationship than the MLB, you're not far off from having ugly negotiations of your own if you're the NBA. And you do not want that to happen to a sport like the NBA that is not only on the uptick in popularity, but just a couple of years ago was on the verge of overtaking football and becoming the most popular sport in America. So a lot is on the line here if they don't play. And in the grand scheme of things, a lockout compared to being an activist could totally be worth it for Curry Irving and, and every player that agrees with him. And I would commend them for that. And, and I would see that point of view. And again, I'm not trying to disparage what Kyrie is doing. There is no right way to look at this. I agree with Kyrie Irving. And I also agree with the players who want to play. It's an amazing thing in life when you sit back and realize that you can have two opinions and, and someone does not always have to be wrong. There is no right way to go about this. We are truly and honestly in unprecedented times. But for the, the vast amount of players, that is a big thing to give up. That is a big thing to give up. And I'd be interested to see if they're going to. And Patrick Beverly put out a tweet on Sunday that says, hey, look, whatever LeBron says is what's going to happen. Basically saying that this league is, is ran by LeBron. He wants to play. We're going to play. And everyone else doesn't really matter. That's a more cynical way to look at it, especially considering it is a league that has valued the opinion of the vast majority of players rather than just LeBron, although it may feel like on the court that LeBron gets special treatment if you want to look at it that way. But I do think Patrick Beverly is right because I think that LeBron and Chris Paul will talk to a lot of guys and say, look, we need to play. The money's going to win out in this. I, I cannot sit behind a microphone and tell these players to just go play and forget about their own health risk and also forget about the injury risk and also forget about the movement happening right now with the social injustice and the protest. I cannot tell them what to do, but my prediction would be that the money wins out. At the end of the day, I am pro player. If the players decide not to, not to play, that's totally fine. We'll come up with something to talk about in this podcast. We'll figure out something to do on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I can promise you that whether there's basketball or not. So I'm pro player and I fully support whatever the players decide to do. But if I'm predicting something, I would say that we do have basketball on July 30th. I would say that just the money aspect of this is going to win out. For the betterment of both people's lives and communities and also for the betterment of the NBA. Will everyone show up to Orlando? I'm not sure. I honestly think now more than ever that you could see some players not, not go. Now, it's been funny to see people run with this and, and saying that they you know, they better not see Dwight Howard there. They better not see Kyrie Irving there. No one's definitively said, hey, I'm not going. Dwight Howard has not definitively, definitively said, you know what, I am not playing basketball. He's simply thrown out ideas questions he's had 
concerns he's had. Carmelo Anthony, another guy who's been vocal about, hey, maybe this isn't the right time. When there's a maybe in there, every player has an out because they have not made up their mind. They're talking about it. They're gathering information. They're gathering um, knowledge. They're gathering you know, decision-making, you know, what, what to do in the situation. But they have not made up their mind. So I'm not going to sit here and say, well, Dwight Howard you know, shouldn't go or Carmelo shouldn't be there. And there are some people doing that right now. But no one's made up their mind yet. I do think now it's more realistic that we don't see someone go to Orlando, that that someone sits out or multiple people sit out. But again, to, to put a bow on this topic, that is a decision that every single player has to make on their own. Every single player has to reflect with themselves and, the, and their family, their community, what is best for me? And again, the coronavirus is not gone, folks. I know that Oklahoma has moved into phase three and they're acting like nothing's happening. But as coronavirus cases spike up, and as we find out that this bubble is not as sealed tight as we once thought in the NBA, the health concerns are not out of the question here. On and off the floor. But I do want to say right now that the Lockdown Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustices. And that's why we, the host, are making personal donations to local and national organizations to fight for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching our donations up to $10,000. So to make a donation of your own alongside us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Again, we're going to make donations as host on the network, and then the network itself, the company will match it up to $10,000. I am so proud and happy to be a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network because of things like this, because they truly do understand the big picture in life. And I, I just love working for a place that gets it. I also want to tell you what I love is Built Bars. Built Bars are fantastic. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And right now, you can go to the website and get 50% off anything, and they'll also donate to charities as well. So Built Bars, again, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, it has that chocolate coating on the outside that makes every bar so great. It goes down easy, no bad aftertaste. You don't got to struggle to eat your bar. It's just fantastic. And they have all the flavors in the world that you can think of. My personal favorite has to be the banana nut bread. I also love anything that says peanut butter because that peanut butter mixed with that chocolate on the outside is just phenomenal. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Get $10 off that first order. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. 
Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So we do have some Oklahoma City Thunder news. Troy Weaver right now seems to be the leading candidate for the Detroit Pistons job. And there's some con conflicting reports right now, but Troy Weaver has been sought after for so long. I know the Nuggets were in on him, the Bulls, the Knicks, and it seems like he's finally going to get his shot in Detroit. He's been sought after for so long, and there's conflicting reports out there right now. Mark Stein and a few others have made it sound like, hey, the job is his. The job is Troy Weaver's. They've, they've cleared all the hurdles. They've done everything that they need to do. He's going to be the guy in Detroit. And then Woj comes out, who is the authority of all things NBA, and he said, hold on a second. It's not, it's not as cut and dry. He did not make it seem like the job was actually Troy Weaver's to have. Uh, he, he threw out a couple of other names out there as well, saying that they're all in the mix this week and that the process will continue into this week. So it went from looking like Troy Weaver was absolutely positively headed to Detroit to Woj saying there's a few other guys in the mix as well. So we'll monitor that situation closely. Troy Weaver would just be another name to add to that list of, of guys that Sam Presti has helped their career grow and has got has gotten them into positions of power within other organizations. His front office tree is just amazing, and it continues to branch out that way. I, I look at him and, and think about a coach. You know, Popovich is a guy that's seen a ton of assistants go on to be head coaches, and, and Presti is a guy that's seen a ton of, of front office members underneath him go on to be GMs and to be you know basketball presidents and things like that. So it's awesome. I hope that it happens for Troy Weaver. Again, this is a guy that's been – sought after for so long and then things always happen to make it to where it doesn't quite work out. And I just want this to happen for Troy Weaver. I think that he'd be great for Detroit. And frankly, he deserves it. Everything you read about him is phenomenal. He deserves this opportunity and I hope that he gets it in Detroit. So we're going to be monitoring that throughout the week here and ongoing until the time that the Detroit Pistons make the, the hire for their GM spot. So this week on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, you can hear Brady Trantham, who's of 107.7 The Franchise. He will join the show to discuss the Thunder book of basketball. He takes over for the Brody era. I've asked, I asked him a ton of questions about Russell Westbrook, asked him a ton of questions about that era of the OK3, moving in with just Paul George, and then, of course, last summer's offseason. So it's a jam-packed episode of the Thunder book of basketball and it's well worth your time. It's probably going to get split up into two parts again because we just talked for that long. It was incredible. I hope that every single one of you check it out. You can listen to the other renditions of that show with John Hamm last week talking all about the golden era of Thunder basketball after the, the James Harden trade up until Kevin Durant leaving. And then you can go back even further and hear Andrew Schlecht of The Athletic talking about the Thunder U era with James Harden and the young thunder core. So it's a great series I've been working on and I'm just so happy uh, to put a bow on it with Brady Trantham. I think it went very well. I hope that everyone listening enjoyed it. So I wanted to wrap up the show with a quick shout out to Brandon Raybar, who of course, of course joined the show last week talking all about 
this current Thunder team and things that we might have missed or forgotten about after a layoff that's been longer than the offseason. Uh, but he's done two great articles over at DailyThunder.com. One was over the documentary released by the Thunder, the Everyday Saint, about their equipment manager. It was fantastic right up from him. The documentary is available to watch right now, which is also Fantastic. The Thunder have done a great job putting together these documentaries on Nick Collison uh, and now the Everyday Saint uh, and multiple others that have just been great. And I like seeing them get involved, uh, not only in the the media game of creating content, uh, but also helping out the film festivals here, of course, had to go virtually this year due to coronavirus. But still, it's it's been fantastic. And he also wrote an article called Living Proof, a Thunder's fans, a Thunder fans unlikely victory over COVID-19 which was just awesome. He did a great job putting this together. The story is fantastic. You should definitely check out those two articles. And again, the COVID-19 one really just will tug at your heartstrings. And it's very, very awesome uh, that he was able to do that. Uh, and that, that story is great and it needed to be shared. So I do appreciate Brandon Raybar doing that at dailythunder.com. So that's all we have for today. Again, later on this week, you can hear from Brady Trantham of 1077 The Franchise wrapping up the Thunder Book of Basketball with myself. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, topics that you want to throw out, again, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Or through the email, if you do not have Twitter, lothunderpod at gmail.com. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.